Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Kellogg's Pep, the super delicious cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, who is today hopeful of finding a clue that will lead him to Jimmy Olsen and Lois Lane. We'll learn what happens in a moment, but right now, here is Dan McCullough. You know something I've noticed lately? Well, the girls and the gang are a little bit fancier in the way they pin their comic buttons on their jackets or dress. You know, those swell comic buttons all the gang's collecting from packages of Kellogg's Pet? Yes, the girls like to arrange them in sort of formations or designs. Even some of the fellows are doing it. Of course, it doesn't really matter how you wear your comic buttons as long as you do wear them because you want everybody to see how many you've collected and how smart-looking they are, too. Why, the pictures of your favorite comic strip characters are so bright-colored, they show up so clear against the white enamel background that, well, these comic buttons are just about the best-looking things you ever saw. And Smitty and Herbie and Lilums and Superman look so natural, why, you'd know them anywhere. But you know, the best part is, these exciting comic buttons are so easy to get, you don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. But inside every package of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep, there's your exciting prize. So get your thrilling, bright-colored comic buttons from P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. Although Superman has discovered how Lois Lane's Siamese cat appeared to talk in a human voice, he has not yet been able to learn what happened to Lois and Jimmy Olsen, both of whom vanished without leaving a trace after revealing that the cat had seemingly spoken to them. But as we learned yesterday, the two reporters are in a metropolis warehouse, prisoners of a mysterious man they cannot see, and who, for reasons known only to himself, is determined to make them believe they have lost their minds. Meanwhile... Superman is on the trail of Mr. Grayson, the publisher of the Daily Planet, who presented our friends with the radio-equipped wristwatches that created the illusion of the cat talking. As we continue now, a huge clipper plane is thundering over the Atlantic toward Lisbon, Portugal. In the control cockpit, the co-pilot, Rusty Brown, suddenly stiffens. Then he turns to the flight captain. You hear that, Bill? Hear what? A voice calling to us. A voice? Yeah. Seem to come from outside the plane. Outside? There's something wrong with your ears, Rusty? I guess I just imagined it. But I would have sworn that. There, I heard it again. So did I. Good grief, look, Rusty. Huh? Where? Right outside your window. Great snakes. It's Superman. Superman? Open the window. I can't believe it. Hurry up, get the window open. I hope I didn't startle you, fellas. Rusty here will never be the same. You can say that again. Now look, Captain, there's a man aboard named Grayson. It's very important that I see him at once. 
Did you say Grayson? Yes, he's sitting on the right-hand side of the aisle, third seat back. If you don't mind, I wish you'd call him in here. I'm afraid if I stepped into the cabin, there'd be a lot of commotion. We're not supposed to allow passengers up front. I know. I guess it'll be all right. Uh, call him, Rusty, will you? Grayson, third seat back. Chet. Well, what do you know? Superman. Oh, uh, Mr. Grayson. Will you step in here, please? That's John D. Grayson, the newspaper publisher, isn't it? That's right. What's he been up to? Nothing, I hope. Right in here, sir. What is it? Take a deep breath. What do you mean? Is something wrong? I wanted to see you, Mr. Grayson. But, but who are you? Believe it or not, it's Superman. Superman? Good heavens! Look, Mr. Grayson, you sent identical wristwatches to Perry White, Jim Olson, Lois Lane, and Clark Kent, right? Yes, for Christmas. Why? Where did you get those watches? I bought them. Where? At Crook. Now, look here. Why are you asking me these questions? Because Miss Lane and Jimmy Olsen have disappeared, and my only chance of locating them depends on you. Disappeared? How? When? Please, Mr. Grayson, just tell me what I want to know. Every second counts. Where did you buy those watches? Why, I... I bought them at Kreutzer's. Kreutzer's? Yes, he told me he'd just gotten his first shipment of new watches since the beginning of the war. He suggested I might like to buy some for my newspaper staff for Christmas, as I used to do. They were quite beautiful, so... Where and what is Kreutzer's? It's a jewelry store in High Meadows, the suburb where I live. Oh. Uh, But tell me, what is this about Miss Lane and Jim Olsen disappearing? No time now, Mr. Grayson. Excuse me, Rusty. Yeah, sure. So long. Oh, and away! Leaping from the window of the huge clipper, Superman veers in midair and streaks back across the vast Atlantic to the fashionable village of High Meadows, a suburb of Metropolis. Once more in the guise and garb of the mild-mannered reporter, Clark Kent, he enters a small jewelry store on the village square. Behind the counter, a thin, stoop-shouldered man is arranging a tray of rings. Good morning. Are you Mr. Kreutzer? Yes. Uh, What can I do for you? Why, there seems to be something wrong with my wristwatch. Will you look at it, please? Yes. Uh, What's the matter with it? I don't like the reception. I... I beg your pardon? The radio reception. I can only get one station, and all that it seems to broadcast is the voice of a cat. What? You heard me. The voice of a cat. Uh, I don't understand you, young man. This is a watch, not a a radio. (laughs) There's a tiny radio receiver built into the case, as you well know. Open the case. It might refresh your memory. My memory? Yes, go ahead. Open it. Why, why, yes. I I, I certainly will. Uh... A radio receiver, you say? I can't imagine such a thing. There. Let's see. Why, there is what looks a radio set here under the movement. Mm Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. Uh, Does does this really receive a radio program? Just one, which I'm tired of. That's why I brought it back to you. I'd like you to fix it so I can hear my favorite program. Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen. Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen? I never heard of them. Oh, really? No. Uh, Listen, Mr... um, uh, Kent. uh, Yes, Mr. Kent. Where did you get this watch? From Mr. John D. Grayson, who bought it from you. From me? Yes, yes, and three others just like it. Now, look, Mr. Uh, Grayson. You're you're mistaken. I didn't sell Mr. Grayson this watch. Oh, yes, you did. I tell you, I didn't. I've never had a watch with a radio receiver built in. I never saw or even heard of one before. Now, wait a minute. I have... I, I, I remember selling Mr. Grayson four watches just before Christmas. As a matter of fact, 
They were the same make as this one and similar in design. They were. I received a shipment of three dozen from the manufacturer just in time for the Christmas trade. Mm -hmm. Oh, but I assure you, none of them had radio receivers built in. You're prepared to tell the same story to the police, Mr. Kreutzer? The police? Yes. Why, of course. But, but why should I tell it to them? I'll check with the manufacturer, and then perhaps I'll be back to see you. Goodbye, Mr. Kreutzer. Wait, Mr. Kent. I, I, I don't understand. I'll be seeing you. Now, if he was lying, he'll contact somebody in a hurry. There were several people mixed up in this business. The man in the funeral hearse, the lookout in the coupe, and... Uh-oh. He's picking up his phone. Wait, now, let's see how... Ah, ah, this telephone pole. It carries the phone wire from his shop. Now, if I lean against it, I should be able to hear his voice over the wire. Oh, I don't hear anything yet. Metropolis oh, 
and you'll find your exclusive prize in every package. That's P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. In a small, dusty office of a dingy warehouse, above the locked room in which Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen are imprisoned, a plump, middle-aged man is hastily donning his overcoat. This is the mysterious Mr. Ames, and his pasty face reddens with anger as he listens to his companion, a younger, ferret-faced man. I know what I'm saying, Mr. Ames. We ought to turn Miss Lane and Olsen loose. Oh, no, we won't, Hubbard. But that reporter, uh, Clark Kent, he knows about the wristwatches now. So what? Well, he'll go to the police. And they got our funeral hearse with a shortwave transmitter in it. If they trace that and the watches to us, we're dead pigeons. Hubbard, by the time they trace anything to us, if they do, we'll be far away from here. They'll hunt us down. Stop worrying, Hubbard. Neither the police nor Clark Kent will ever be able to prove that we had anything to do with the disappearance of Miss Lane and Jimmy Olsen. What do you mean? Well, if we're caught with them... We're what... not taking them with us. Well, then what? You don't figure to leave them locked up here for the for the police to find and question. I said to stop worrying, Hubbard, and leave everything to me. Now get your coat and hat and follow me. Hurry. Puzzled but obedient, the ferret-faced Herbert follows Mr. Ames from the dingy office. What did Ames mean when he said, leave everything to me? What is he planning to do? And what of Superman who overheard the conversation between the jeweler and Ames and is probably even now soaring high above the city in an effort to find Jimmy and Lois. Monday brings the smashing climax of the mystery of the talking cat and the beginning of a new story. You won't want to miss it, so be sure to tune in then, same time, same station, for The Adventures of Superman! Fellows and girls, be sure to follow The Adventures of Superman, brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC Publications. Want to hear a scoop? A big scoop of Kellogg news? Well, listen to this. Kellogg's Variety is back. Yes, Kellogg's have scooped six of their most famous cereals into this grand variety carton. One carton containing ten separate generous size packages. So now it's easier for Mom. She just gets Kellogg's variety, and everybody at the breakfast table can eat his favorite cereal fresh from its own box. Makes breakfast more fun than a picnic. Ask Mom right away to get Kellogg's variety. It's swell. No fooling. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs> 